0: Good morning and welcome to the Luxury Weekly! Here is your weekly summary of the 10 most important news in the luxury industry for the week of February 8, 2021. 1. LVMH and superstar singer Rihanna have decided to put on hold the development of Rihanna's fashion brand Fenty, which was launched 2 years ago and didn't seem to perform up to expectations. The Fenty fashion house was met with some relative success when it launched, with some items being sold out, but the pandemic brought on two challenges. First of all, the difficulty to meet demand for expensive luxury clothing when the target client generally skews younger and is stuck at home. But also there was the challenges of creating eight ready-to-wear collections per year while the creative director is busy with other engagements and stuck in the US, unable to regularly visit the creative team in the Parisian headquarters. However, Rihanna is doubling down on other product categories and her lingerie line Savage Fenty closed this week a $115 million Series B led by El Caterton, which also happens to be connected to LVMH. Savage posted revenue growth of more than 200% last year. Some industry sources estimate that the lingerie line reached $150 million in sales in 2019. LVMH and Rihanna are also reaffirming their ambition for the brand's cosmetics and skincare lines, which is estimated to have generated close to $600 million in sales in 2019. Two, if you remember, last week we talked about ASOS acquiring the digital assets of four brands from the bankrupt Arcadia Group, including Topshop. Two weeks ago, Boohoo acquired the IP and customer base of the historical British department store Debenhams boohoo continues to be on a buying spree as they are now acquiring three brands from arcadia i'm telling you it's a saga for 25.2 million pounds boohoo will acquire the online operations of burton dorothy perkins and wallace for that price they get the ip the digital assets the customer database and inventory boohoo has zero interest in the physical stores okay let's talk about this trend for a little bit To give you some context, Boohoo is an online retailer which was launched in the UK in 2006 and has been on an acquisition spree over the past few years. They had a record year in 2020, posting revenues of 1.23 billion euros, which was an increase by 44% versus 2019. The platform has 13.9 million active users. Why would these online pure players buy these failing brands? Well, it's quite simple. At a relatively low price, they acquire a huge customer database and the ability to expand into new product categories. The bet is that they will be able to turn these brands around online, which will increase the overall performance and valuation of their platform. Three, let's review the upcoming fashion show calendar. New York Fashion Week will take place this year over four days only and 84 brands will present. It's a strong decline from two years ago when there were more than 170 shows over an eight-day period. We also note the absence of the four largest American brands, Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein and Michael Kors, which are not on the schedule for New York, but the CFDA announced through a letter from Tom Ford, its chairman, that it will communicate the schedule of the New York Fashion Week shows, but also the schedule of American designers showing abroad and off-calendar. This is meant in the spirit of adapting to the changing nature of the fashion show cycle, locations, and medium. Finally, the CFDA changed the name of New York Fashion Week to American Collections Calendar, Most shows will be digital and all of them will be featured on Runway360, which is the CFDA's website dedicated to these shows. Looking at European women's upcoming ready-to-wear shows, London will be entirely digital. Milan will have 15 physical shows in the presence of a handful of journalists and buyers. The remaining brands will show on the digital platform launched for the occasion. One notable absence is Versace, which will reveal their collection through a video on March 5th, which means after the official calendar. 4. On the technology side, Shopify announced that their payment solution, called ShopPay, will now integrate with Facebook and Instagram. Why does it matter? It means that merchants on Shopify will be able to add a new payment option onto their Insta and Facebook business pages. It's not a game changer for Facebook and Insta, but it's an important milestone for Shopify as it marks the first time that it's deploying its payment system outside of its own ecosystem. This move shows Shopify's interest and investment in social commerce. According to a recent survey, actually by Shopify, called Future of Commerce, 28% of young consumers shop via social media. 5. Still on the tech front, let's talk about live stream shopping. First of all, TikTok announced that it will roll out this year new commerce features such as product catalogues and live stream shopping, similar to QVC for mobile phones. If you remember, TikTok partnered with Shopify back in October to give Shopify merchants the ability to run ads on the app, and it also recently partnered with Walmart to launch live stream video events where TikTok users could shop curated assortments of Walmart products. Then, another interesting news came from Lancôme, which held an entertaining shopping event in their Parisian flagship. The agenda included panel discussions with beauty influencers, live concerts, but most of all, livestream shopping sessions powered by the Canadian tech startup LiveScale. During these sessions, shoppers had access to exclusive products and promotions, and beauty experts were available to answer their questions. Six. Carrying is in troubled waters after an article published in French newspaper Le Monde described how the luxury group used a subsidiary in Luxembourg to make offshore payments to a handful of top managers, including Marco Bizzari, the CEO of Gucci. In 2018, up to 78 million euros of salaries were paid this way. Obviously, the problem is that by doing so, Caring paid only 1% in social contributions as opposed to the 10% it would have paid if the salaries originated from France. Kering said that François-Henri Pino, Chairman and CEO of Kering, was not aware of these practices before adding that these payments are actually legitimate and legal. This system was abandoned in 2019 when Kering moved its Luxembourg operations to the Netherlands, which offers slightly more opacity. As a reminder, Kering was fined a record 1.5 billion euros in Italy for tax evasion and has been the subject of an investigation in France where, according to Le Monde, the tax authorities demand 150 million euros in tax adjustments. Seven, okay, we will now move on to reviewing the earning reports published this week. So if you don't like listening to numbers, you can stop listening right now and please don't forget to leave me a review. L'Oréal posted higher-than-expected revenue for the fourth quarter thanks to a strong performance in China as well as in its digital channels. Sales increased by 4.8% to reach 7.88 billion euros for that holiday quarter. Demand for skincare was particularly strong and the second half performance improved when stores and hair salons started reopening. Online revenues increased by 62% in 2020 as a whole and represented more than 25% of total sales. Sales in China in 2020 were spectacular and it's now the second market for L'Oréal after the U.S. Regarding 2021's guidance, the group remains prudent but confident that demand for beauty products will soar in the longer term, especially makeup and fragrance. According to L'Oréal's CEO, putting on lipstick will be a symbol of returning to life. 8. In a stark contrast to L'Oréal, Coty published their holiday quarter results this week. Revenue was down by 18% in line with estimates at $1.42 billion. The cost-cutting efforts initiated a few months ago paid off because they were able to deliver earnings per share slightly above estimates. Despite what seems to be positive news, the stock went down as Coty underperformed compared to its competitors. We just discussed the strong performance at L'Oréal and Estee Lauder had already reported a 3% comp growth. Coty reaffirmed its strategic focus on skincare to compensate for the strong decrease of the makeup category due to a change in consumer demand since the pandemic. The second strategic objective is to increase Coty's digital footprint and share of sales, which is already underway as materialized by the 40% increase in e-commerce sales during that quarter. 9. De Beers, the world's largest diamond miner, reported record sales in the month of January the highest level in three years and 10% above the company's 20-year average. De Beers sold $650 million of rough stones to its partners in the industry who will ultimately polish the stones and sell them to retailers. This performance is due to inventory replenishment orders following a surge in jewelry purchases during the holiday season, especially in the US, as well as a preparation for the traditionally busy period of Chinese New Year and Valentine's. The beer sales declined by one-third in 2020 to reach $2.7 billion, their lowest level in almost 10 years, but recovery might be in sight after January generated record sales and also December earnings were slightly better than one year before. 10. Finally, OTB Group published their 2020 consolidated financials and reported a 14% decline in revenue at 1.24 billion euros net profits fell 38% to 1.3 million euros. As a reminder, OTB stands for only the brave and it's the parent company of Diesel, Maison Margiela, Marnie or Victor & Rolf amongst others. At the group level, the online business improved by more than 26%. At the brand level, Maison Margiela delivered a solid performance with revenue increasing by 20%. They reported growth in all channels and all regions. At Diesel, E-commerce sales in its direct channels increased by 68% versus 2019, fueled by the launch of Moon, which is their omnichannel platform. That's it for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave me some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Stay tuned and see you next week.